Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Felt, brought to you by the Texas Card House. My name is Ryan Crow, and I'm your host. Uh, really excited about the episode we're going to be bringing you guys today. I uh, have a great, exciting announcement, and we also have a guest on that we'll be talking about shortly. Uh, but first, let me bring in the rest of the team. Uh, first of all, we have the Prince of Poker in Houston, Texas. He's also the owner and operator of iHost Poker and one of the newest members of the Texas Card House family, Mr. Bill Hewer. Bill, how's it going? Hey, Ryan, how are you doing? I'm uh, super excited about this particular uh, podcast because it's the first time I've ever done it coming off of a cold and I feel my voice is going to be radio ready for this one. So I cannot wait to hear what I sound like. Nice, nice. And you're in Houston. We're all all recording remotely today. And so how's the city of Houston settling after that uh, World Series end? Oh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the cold front that just blew through. You just ruined it when you talked about baseball. Uh, well, every time I come out. to Houston, as we mentioned before, there seems to be a tropical <laughs> storm or hurricane coming through. So I figured we'll change the topic to baseball. Maybe that'll go better. Uh, but Out apparently all not. You, all the things you could have brought up, you brought up the Astros. Good job. I know, I know, right? Well, we also have with us a man who needs no introduction, at least not in the state of Texas. Uh, he founded the first social card club in Texas, the Texas Card House, uh, which led to the birth of the social card club industry in Texas. He's also the South Dakota Cadillac Jacks 2019 Spring Classic Champion, Mr. Sam Von Kennel. Sam, how's it going? And happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We're coming to you from the Texas Card House in Austin. I'm actually involved in the tournament right now as we speak, but uh, it's all right. I'll let my chips get blinded off so I can do this podcast with you guys. <laughs> so you're playing in the tournament right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I got so many chips. It's probably a good thing to take a break, you know? Ah, okay, okay. I was, I was, you were giving us that signal like, hurry up, hurry up. I'm like, what's going on? So... Uh, yeah, if I, if I disappear for a while, it's just because I got to go play my big blind. Got it, got it. Give the okay. players a chance for once, Sam. Let the play, other players win one. He said, can't stop grinding. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Well, today, we actually are going to be talking about uh, an announcement the Texas Cardhouse actually made last week. Uh, we're opening up a new location. So, Texas Cardhouse, location number three, opening down in the Rio Grande Valley area. And we have with us today uh, the general manager for that location, Victor Leone. How are you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, wel- welcome on. So really excited uh, to talk today about uh, the new Texas Card House location. Uh, I'd like to get to know you a little bit more, let our, our listeners listen, uh, or get to learn, know about you a little bit more, uh, and really just kind of talk about poker down south. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we mentioned that people were opening a club down there, and they're like, well, what's down there? And it's actually quite a bit. You know, we've been there a couple of times, over a million people uh, in the uh, McAllen-Enberg MSA down there. So really excited about that location and really excited to kind of uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about it. You know, Ryan, I actually, the only thing I know about that area is that Victor Leone lives there. That's the only thing I know about that area. <laughs> well, you know, that's, Victor, that's you the most from, important one. <laughs> are you from that area, Victor? Uh, no. So I'm actually originally from South Florida. I've lived in uh, Margate, Florida. Pretty much basically Fort Lauderdale, a little bit uh, north of Miami. Uh, and I just got back from uh, Baltimore. I was there for about five years prior to that, uh, to moving to Texas. So this is all kind of fresh and new to me. Very cool. Very cool. And you were at the Horseshoe Baltimore, right? That's where you were, you were working? Yep, that's, that's where I was there. I was there for about five years. Cool. Uh, what, were you doing? what were you doing there? Uh, so I was the operations manager for slot uh, operations and EVS. So I did that for about a about a year, and then uh, before that, I was a cage manager, and then obviously before that, I was you know I derived from poker, so I was the poker manager uh, from about 2016 on for about a year or so. Um, so yeah, most of my management career really kind of took off in that in that location. 
So it's just poker always brings you back. You can't get away from it. Uh, you know, once you're a poker player, always a poker player. There's no getting out of this industry. <laughs> That's awesome. You must be excited about this new location. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this is going to be really awesome. There's just so much opportunity for growth in this spot that I just see the, the birth of a new kind of, you know, era in this area and just a new entertainment option for the people that live here. So I'm really excited. Victor, being on the East Coast, growing up in Florida and, and doing a lot of work in Baltimore, how did you tell, tell us the first time you even heard about poker in Texas? Like, what, what did you think? Like, how, how, so, do you, how does it work? Interestingly enough, I worked with a guy that uh, he was from Vegas, or at least he was, you know, majority of his career was in Vegas. And uh, he kept talking about, man, when poker comes to, to Texas, I'm, I'm down there, I'm down there. And he hyped it up so much that I was like, man, I can't wait for it to come down there. I'm, I'm going to be the first one there. And uh, that's when I kind of found out, you know, through a friend of mine, JJ, one of the dealers at a Texas card house in, in Austin. And she was talking about that she just became a poker dealer. Then I was like, wait a second, I didn't think there was poker there. And so as soon as I found out about that, I got really intrigued and I was looking into it. I wanted to learn about getting over there as quickly as possible, just because you know, I've heard so many good things about Texas that, you know, being in the Northeast, it's great and all, but you know, there's so much snow and there's so much, you know, weather and a lot of, a lot of hoops to jump through as far as, you know, it's a different type of culture there. Um, so I was really kind of interested and intrigued to try to get to Texas is pretty much as soon as the opportunity presented itself. Yeah. I think it's pretty refreshing now. I mean, when I first started five years ago, I couldn't get any talent from outside my own friendship circles, like to come and actually like, you know, they're like, what are you talking about? Is this even real? Like they didn't see a career or a future in it. And now, you know, we're entertaining guys like Mike major over in Houston came from Harris over there in Mississippi. And, and you come from casinos. Like it's kind of refreshing to see like so many people want to move to the Texas area, especially Austin and Houston and, and even the Rio Grande Valley, but they weren't able to, to apply their skill sets. I mean, your skill sets were in the background of gambling. And so there was no option for you to even explore coming to Texas until a few years ago to, to stay in the market and in the skill sets that you're good at. And I think it's pretty refreshing that now these card clubs, you know, like our own are starting to see some, some real talent coming in from, from the business. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And honestly, that was another big, big factor that I saw there, you know, just the, the opportunity for the growth of this industry in this, you know, in Texas is just so huge now. I think that there's just going to be, you know, I saw an opportunity where when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking like, this is going to be the next thing, you know, like Vegas at one point was probably just some sort of, you know, joked idea about, oh, let's open something where people can show up and gamble and look what it is today. It's, you know, the biggest entertainment area in probably the world, you know, so maybe, maybe we're not going to get to Vegas status anytime soon, but I do see just such growth opportunity for, for those, you know, things for at least poker and, you know, and poker is kind of, my bread and butter, you know, that's what got me into the casino industry to begin with. So um, I'm really excited to see the opportunities that poker is going to have in the next coming years. That's a really good analogy. I love that analogy. Maybe it won't be as big as bright like it is in Vegas. And as a native Las Vegas kid, I can say, I hope it doesn't. We're going to Texify it. It's going to be bigger and better because everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you first pick up poker? Like, did you learn at uh, the kitchen table like Sam did or... How did you, uh, how'd you get involved? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So a lot of my friends, so I actually grew up uh, bowling. It's one of my, my major uh, hobbies that I've kind of, you know, taken with me my entire life. And uh, a lot of the, you know, people in bowling, you know, we, they have a lot of similar, uh, you know, we'll call it habits. You know, we, we used to play uh, some poker at friends' houses and stuff like that. And, you know, I really liked the game and I really enjoyed playing it. It was something that I tend to be, you know, somewhat good at, or at least I used to be good at it. <laughs> and, uh, but I, you know, so it was something that kind of dro drove me to, to, be a little bit more interested. And once I got older, I was able to, you know, play in casinos and stuff like that. And uh, a couple of my bowling friends, they were poker dealers. And 
you know, my one friend was doing really well as a poker deal and I was super shocked and I was like, man, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, just deal poker. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh yeah, it's great. It's fun. It's easy. You know, you can learn it in a few weeks. It's nothing, you know, and, and you do, you do really well. And, and it's something that's really enjoyable. And I was like, okay. So I got a little bit interested in it. And that was when I really was like, man, I got to learn this. And as soon as I jumped into poker dealing, I was like, yeah, this is my industry for sure. Yeah. I think as a player myself, you know, when we first started that I, I jumped in the box a little bit. I mean, shoot, when we first started, I did everything. I was your, you know, your janitor, your dealer, you know, your GM, you know, what everything. But I think as a player, it's always good you know, when the dealers kind of come from a playing background, like they, they know what the players want. And so, you know, jumping in the box like that, we, we've got dealers from all, from all walks of life, but a lot of them, they also enjoy playing the game. And I think that really goes a long way when it comes to having, you know, a good staff and a good dealer like that is not only are they you know good at their job, but they know what the players want because they're also players themselves. And I think that's how a lot of people start out is you start out playing and then, you kind of like it and then you want to get in you know, how else can you get involved? Like how can you work in the atmosphere around the game that, that we all like? And that's kind of the best of both worlds. You get to be a part of it. You get to play a little bit, you get to work in it. You, it's a really fun group of guys to be around whether, and I'm, I'm sure that translates. That's also in Maryland and Florida. It's just, that's just the way it goes in the casino world and in, in the poker world. It's just a close knit group of guys and, and yours was on a bigger scale than it is down here. But, but I mean, a lot of it translates the same. Yeah, it's funny you say that because the poker world is just so small and yet it's so big. You know, there's just so many players, there's so many people that work in the industry and stuff like that. But I, I can tell you, you know, I can probably ask a few friends, hey, have you heard this person from Vegas? And they'll say yes. And I can say, hey, have you heard this person from, you know, Maryland or Florida or even Texas in some examples? And they all seem to have some sort of connection somewhere or another because it's a tight community. It's not necessarily a small community, but it's definitely tight. You know, people like to follow each other. They like to understand what's going on in the, in the world. You know, what are some of the new, you know, uh, you know, up and coming players or what are some of the cool, crazy promotions that are happening across, you know, the country? Uh, what are the cool, you know, uh, popular rooms? So it's like the, the industry kind of is just this really tight knit industry where there's just a lot of, you know, connectivity and with it, which is something that really, you know, uh, was some of the driving factors for me to get into the industry. Because, you know, when you see people doing well and you see people having a good time and enjoying doing what they're doing. It's just something that you nat you know naturally gravitate towards, and that's something that I've always been you know like that's just when I, whenever I'm doing with you know whether it be poker or when I was bowling, you know I like to enjoy it, and it's not I don't want to I don't want a job that's just a you know show up do your work go home and you know show up again tomorrow and do the same thing. So it was something that I saw there's just a lot of uh, a lot of good factors about it, you know. Let me ask you this: so so, so what when you first came to Texas? <clears throat> um, how did you ultimately decide to pull the trigger to move here? Because that's a big step to just up and you know, leave your job, uh, you know, at, at the casino and, and, and move here. And uh, you, I mean, you came straight to Austin, right? You were at the Texas Card. That was the first role you had since you, when you moved to Texas, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I started off at Texas Card House in Austin. Um, to answer your question, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, so my biggest factor when I left uh, Baltimore was more the idea that like, you know, the next place I'm going to has got to be a place that I really want to enjoy and and it's more about the, you know, where am I going versus what am I doing? Um, so the familiarity with the poker was a really big factor. You know, it's okay. I don't need to learn a whole new skill set or anything like that. And the idea that I'm going to an area that seems really appealing to me that was like kind of that driving factor. You know what? I'm still young. I got some time to make some, some big moves if I want to. And I felt like that was kind of just the right place and the right time. What did you think about when you first walked into a social card club in Texas? Uh, <clears throat> and I mean, was, was the Texas card house the first one you went into? Uh, so yeah, Austin, uh, the, the Austin location was the first one I walked into. 
And um, honestly, it's kind of weird, but the very first thing I realized was, man, the ceilings were really short in here. And because it's not a <laughs> casino, you know, it's, it's a, you got to realize it's a club. It's not a, you know, uh, we're not going to have, you know, $50 million chandeliers hanging across, you know, 50,000 square feet of ceiling and stuff like that. And, and which is great. And honestly, because it creates more of a, uh, almost like a family environment, you know, I felt like everybody knew each other player wise and everything. And it shows, I mean, the difference in uh, players and, and dealers and staff. And when I first walked into Texas card house, even the, you know, the, the few months that I was there, uh, it was something that was just not found in any other experience that I've had so far in the casino world. And it's just something that people just understood what the processes were. They, they respected the processes. It wasn't any kind of, you know, conflict. Everybody got along really well. And it was just so peaceful on, on, you know, that level, you know, in previous experience, a lot of players tend to get, you know, a little bit rowdy with each other or they like to push the rules. And um, so it was, that was something that really stood out to me. And I was like, man, that is just unbelievable. Yeah. I'm not sure that we've ever had a player push the rules at Texas card house. That just doesn't happen. Does it guys? They, they're just no. every ruling. Every <laughs> never. <time>. <laughs> How <laughs> dare they would never question a ruling. No, I'm kidding. Of course. Player, um, well, the nature of the player, the nature of the beast is to push the rules. Of course, of course. I think uh, around what, here, the, the way that works is, I mean, in Texas specifically, and I know there's home games everywhere, like even in states with casinos, like they still survive and operate. But specifically in Texas, and, and really even as it relates just to Austin being so far landlocked from any casino, you know, Houston, you can get to Louisiana within an hour and a half, an afternoon's drive, no problem. But in Austin, the home game scene it was just that, like it was so close knit and social. Like you really were, you weren't just playing like, yes, you were playing for money and yes, they were run like a business, but it was a group of friends. Like that's how it all started. Like you just, you, you enjoyed being around these guys. And so when these clubs opened up you know, around here, we didn't know the mentality of a casino like corporate atmosphere. We only knew the mentality of these home games. And so while we scaled up and we weren't in a, you know, you know, small 800, 900 square foot living room of a house. And, and we're, instead we're in a shopping center, 5,000 square feet, the comfort levels and, and the social aspects still remain the same. Like this is a, a social group first. Like you want to come hang out with your buddies. Everybody knows each other. You know, when your fr your friends and family members birthdays are and, and how things are going. It's like that stayed, you know, even though this scaled up to bigger numbers, it still stayed like, that that close-knit group and that, that's what you're seeing as, as these clubs even as they get bigger it's still just it's a it's a close-knit circle like the, the community really knows each other and, and I think enjoys being around each other's time not just hoping to win each other's money yeah and, and it's a good interesting point that you made there too Sam and and what I've always experienced at least in the you know the last places that I've been um, is that there's always this attempt to build a culture but you're building a culture out of multiple cultures that are kind of just meshing with each other uh, especially when you get a new property that you're hiring from all over the place and everything, you know? Um, and so what they try to do is they try to take people's other, you know, everybody's experiences and try to mend them into one. The cool thing about Texas is that it's kind of already there. It kind of is one culture. Um, yeah, there's not as much work that needs to be done because it's kind of like you said, a lot of these guys are coming from, from home games where they've played with each other and stuff like that in the past where they all kind of know each other, or at least they understand, you know, kind of what the, the vibe is, you know? And just having that as a, as a starting ground is just such a huge advantage over pretty much anything I've experienced, you know, and that includes, you know, places I've played at, places I've worked at. Um, you could always tell there's some sort of divide somewhere along the lines, whether it's between, between players or, you know, staff. But here I could just feel the continuity across the board. 
you must be excited. I, I know I'm, I was excited when I started uh, the Texas Card House in Houston. It was an empty shell of a building and I got to see it change from just that shell to what it is today. Tell us, where is RGV at today? What, is, what does it look like? Describe it to us. So, I mean, uh, you know, when I first came on board, the very first thing I saw was just basically, you know, a bunch of sheetrock up, you know, I saw some, some skeleton, if you want to call, um, seeing the sign go up, seeing paint go on the walls, seeing kind of the thing just start to come to life. It's, it's really, really, uh, uh just an experience that I haven't been able to, to really have, you know, hands on before. Um, and right now we're at a point where we, you could just see the pieces just falling right together. Uh, at the moment we just finished, uh, sealing the concrete. Uh, we're, we're a little, a couple steps away from being able to wrap up a lot of the rough work. Um, we just got the tiles on the wall. We've got some great uh, ambient lighting around. Um, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be something that's just, wow. You know, when you, when you first see, lay your eyes on, you're gonna be like, man, that is, that's how a card room should look like. Nice. Tell us about some of the features. What, what's going to make this room really pop? Um, so, I mean, so we, we do, we're going to start with uh, about nine tables. Uh, we have room for, for additional if we need, um, and we've got one really cool room. It's going to be a private room. Uh, it's a little larger than, than maybe some of the ones that, you know, others have experienced in the past. Um, it's going to have giant barn doors on it. It's going to be really just something like an eye catcher, you know, uh, some prestigious games can go in there. It's going to be something that people are going to want to be in. Uh, we've got a bar in there. It's going to be a really nice bar. Uh, it's, and, and the flow of the, the whole building, it flows perfectly. You come in, you check in with the host. If you'd like, you can grab your chips on the way to the table because the cashier's on the way there. Uh, if need be, you want to grab a drink on the way there, you could do that, or you could have one of the servers bring it to you. It's got a nice, you know, it, it's just laid out pretty well. I mean, compared to what I've seen in the past, this is probably one of the best, if not the best room that I've seen as far as flow goes. Yeah. One of the things when we, when we, when we selected this location <clears throat> and granted when, when we selected it, there was even the floors weren't in there. Like there was no concrete pour. So it was a, it's a brand new construction building. And so we got to truly design this building or this layout from scratch. And so we were able to put, you know, the learnings from the South Texas Cardinals location. We had the North Texas Cardinals location in Austin and then the Houston location. So a lot of learnings went into this one and a lot of people gave feedback. And so we feel like it's a really good setup for, um, a social car club. Uh, we think it's going to be really good. And the full bar, you know, beer, alcohol, wine, liquor. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be really, a really nice setup and, I, and I'm excited about it. Are you going to have Dos Equis on draft? Absolutely. And I'll be there. <laughs> Got it. So what about learning the culture down there, Victor? Are you familiar? Do you, do you speak any Spanish? Are you, are you fluent at all? That's uh yeah. So that's something I'm definitely going to have to work on. I, I don't, I don't speak Spanish, unfortunately. And that's definitely kind of my first, uh, you know, my side project, if you want to call it. Um, Usted necesita aprender español pronto. I picked up like two and a half words there and probably one of them I made up. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, the good I'll news is you're going to have Dustin down there too. Uh, one of our managers here in Austin, Dustin Ramirez is from that area and he's actually uh, very involved in that location. He'll be down there and he knows that that market really well. So really excited about having Dustin as part of the, the RGV team. And so he's going to, he's going to be able to contribute a lot down there. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think the player pool down there, just from talking to a handful of people, I, I personally have not been down there to play, but the player population down there is is definitely a very real number. There, there's a large group of players in that area, and I think they're going to be pretty. It's, it's going to be a refreshing change of pace for them when we open that, when we bring the social card club aspect down there and and break the mold of your traditional home game with with high rakes or you know the other the other types of poker like your charities and your restaurant free leagues i think when they get when they get a taste of what the ta texas card house has to offer and the services that we provide 
I think it's going to be a, a nice change of pace down there because the players are definitely there. They're going to want it. They're going to see it immediately, just like here in Austin and in Houston, you know, playing for you know our, our hourly rate versus you know a mysterious rake that you never know how much the dealer is actually taking per per hand. It's just so refreshing. It's so transparent. The, the product that we're offering is. You know, as far as every single major poker grinder that I've ever talked to, and, and we've even had, you know, main event champions on, like you know, Greg Gramer and and, and Moneymaker, and you know, the Brad Owens and the Andrew Nemes, all of them. You see it from a mile away. The value in what you're getting from the Texas Card House versus the alternatives, it's just night and day. And I think the players down there are going to see it and welcome it with open arms. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, that's 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 so true. I mean, I think the value of you know just kind of the Texas Cardhouse way is just going to bring things that this this area probably just isn't even understanding even is a, an expectation yet. You know, they don't even know what to expect yet. Once they see what's going to happen, I think they're really going to be very. It's gonna it's gonna change some some expectations for sure. And I've heard some stories too about home games down there. The action is great. So you start. <laughs> start letting all the chips stay on the table instead of raking three, 400 off per hour, the action is going to be even, even better. And so that, that's great. I suspect as early as January or even February, you'll have some of those big names coming through uh, your location. Yeah. That's definitely time for a handful of them. Yeah. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see, you know, so uh, hopefully we get open, you know, in the next month or so here. And once we get going, you know, I really want to try to get as much, you know, um, any, any local, there's a, believe it or not, there's actually a lot of local, uh, pros that are down here. I was looking up some people in Hendon mob and stuff, and there's, uh, you know, some people that are 50th and 60th on that list, you know, that live in McAllen, which, you know, is basically right around the corner from us. So I'm actually, uh, impressed to find that there's a lot of, uh, not just local poker, but there's the global poker and, and, you know, in this area too. So, um, I think that's going to be something that, uh, especially once we get some bigger events going on and they, they start seeing that catch a win that, you know, this is a real place that, you know, can turn into a real, uh, you know, just a real opportunity to, to see some, some, you know, let's call it, you know, for lack of a better term, just, uh, you know, grand scale type of poker. Um, I think that they're going to be really interested in, hopefully we can get a lot of those guys to start, you know, making our club the, the regular spot for them. Yeah, that's think, the goal for sure. I think you're definitely going to be the destination for that area, and I, I can't wait for you to open. I'll definitely make a trip down there, especially if the legendary SVK himself is going to be down there. I'll, Absolutely, I'll be there. we'll have to have to plan an event, Bill, and we'll see see if we can beat those guys in tournaments like we've been winning up here. Right, <laughs> we've got the Houston uh, tournament leader and the Austin tournament leader coming down to uh, see what's what in Rio Grande Valley. <laughs> I like it. Exciting stuff. Well, yeah. So uh, I think so. So one thing to just clarify. So I don't know how much it's been announced yet, but actually the location is actually going to be in Edinburgh, right? Because I think a lot of people say McAllen when they think of that area because it's one of the larger cities, but it's actually in Edinburgh. Uh, do you have the exact address, Victor? I don't remember it offhand. I think it's on like Trenton Road or something like that. Yeah. So it's actually 403 West Trenton Road. Uh, that's in Edinburgh. Um, it's in a great spot. I mean, it's very easy to get to. And, and honestly, the whole area in general is very simple. There's no um, you know, compared to most of the cities I've been in, there's virtually no traffic, even though, you know, some locals will, will act like there is, but you know, it's challenging to go to DC and check it, check it out over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall the area is really nice. There's a lot of, you know, food options nearby. It's um, right next to walk-ons, right? Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah. So there's a walk-ons literally, I mean, ironically within walking distance. What um, is that? it's basically like a, like a sports pub, um, similar to something I've always referenced is a bruise room, which is something, uh, South Florida. Uh, reference but uh, ultimately yeah, it's just basically a sports bar 
it's got bar food and you know actually I've, I've had a few meals there and it's very good um nice. there's a pieology right across the street which is basically a build your own pizza place um oh there's definitely a lot of good food options nearby um and like i said it's simple to get to there's plenty of parking there's plenty of it's just open area there's hotels nearby if you're visiting and you want to just stay by you know for a night or two um and honestly the hotels are cheap you know I've, when i came down to visit a few times i mean they're not they're not what you're used to paying let's put it that way what what is the drive time from austin to there or from houston to there anybody know the answer to that I'm going to go with four hours and 56 minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, it's, from it's, Austin I've done it a few times. From Austin? Believe it or not, it's actually about the same for both. Uh, they're about five hours away equally. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, about five hours. Like the triangle, the, the, the uh, Texas card house triangle. There you go. Yeah, no, and, and yeah, I made that drive a few times myself, and we'll probably be going down there again here shortly because obviously we've got a lot, of, a lot of tables and chairs we're going to be hauling down there pretty soon. So we're really excited about getting open. Um, well, guys, we're coming up in about 25 minutes. Um, anything else you guys want to discuss or talk about uh, with Victor, uh, Texas Card House, Rio Grande Valley? Um, any other questions or topics or things you want to discuss? You mentioned chairs. I just have to ask, are, are they going to have those really nice Gary Platt chairs down there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Every location is going to have those. And uh, it's funny, we, we had a guy in Houston, Bill, I'm going to kind of tell, tell, tell you, I don't know if it's you or Mike the story, but there's a guy there that actually was like wanting to buy several of the chairs. Yeah. Uh, and, and so um, I guess for his <laughs> office or for his conference room. And so, yeah, I mean, you can sit in those things all day. And so uh, um, they're, they're, they're very nice. Yes, we will have those in, uh, in, in Edinburgh as well. Nice. You know, as silly as that sounds, I mean, it's seriously like become a deal breaker for me now as I go to other clubs and, you know, on the WSOP circuit, they've got all these just horrible chairs, like ballroom style chairs as if they're like, they know we're there for hours on hours. And like, you know, after coming from, you know, my own clubs where we've got the premier chair, like I know it sounds silly. And like, I sound like, like I, I still, I have a silver spoon, like, my goodness though like it's just a huge difference you know i'm sitting there for hours and i'm a big guy i like to be comfortable yeah, so i think greg raymer wanted to take one with him after that podcast he was he kept yeah. talking about it they're they're nice absolutely so that's that's the most important part is comfort and just like sam said we get spoiled at texas card house sitting at such nice tables in such nice chairs and uh shoot i, I go into a place and if the chairs don't match i don't even want to be in there anymore <laughs> Yeah, we'll throw a little shout out to Texas Poker Supply for being, you know, solid vendor on the on the tables for the Austin and the RGV location. They uh they uh, definitely build out nice products, and so give them a little shout out to all our ten or twenty listeners here. Yeah, yeah, and they're actually working on a little project that we're going to announce on our next podcast. Don't want to quite reveal it yet, so make sure you guys listen in. Uh, that being said, we actually are going to start doing our podcast every two weeks, So as I'm sure you all have noticed. So we were doing them weekly for a while. I think we did 13 or 14 weeks straight, but uh, to make sure we keep the, the content fresh and, and, and we're not overdoing it, we're going to go every other week now. So um, obviously this episode um, is coming out uh, you know, on uh November, what's today? The episode, the twelfth, and then we'll have another one in two weeks. And every two weeks after that, we'll continue to, to continue to push them out. So, uh, hopefully, you guys are liking it. Make sure you like us on however you listen to your podcast: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, and you can also just uh, listen to this at the Texas Cardhouse uh, website itself. Um, we. We are working on the website for the RGV location. Hopefully, all that will be up the next week or so. Uh, so you'll be able to go and sign up for our email list or our text list. Uh, definitely want to get on that text list. You get all the updates on when the room's opening, what kind of games are running, what kind of types of tournaments are going on. Uh, so please uh, go to uh, www.texascardhouse.com. Um, go to the location that's closest to you and sign up for our text list. 
and uh, and hopefully we'll see you soon uh, at the Texas Card House. Hey, everybody, any listeners listening to uh, or in Houston, come see me on Thursdays at Texas Card House and playing my cash game. I'm playing every Thursday. I'd love to see new faces. And Sam, you're hosting the game too on, in Austin, right? On Tuesdays? Tuesdays. Uh, this, this coming Tuesday, what is this? Oh, shoot, tomorrow will be uh, the last one for a couple weeks because I will be in Las Vegas for the WSOP circuit at Planet Hollywood. But uh, I don't know if you're listening to this in time and it's still not Tuesday at 7 o'clock yet, then come out to the Texas Card House because this particular Tuesday I have an incredible lineup for the table. It's going to be spicy. Nice, Good luck nice. in Vegas, Sam. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely. be doing the next podcast live from Planet Hollywood on the circuit. So hopefully we we'll will make you uh, miss your blinds for that one. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that one I might not miss the blinds for. Why so don't you just friends. do it at the table? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll mind. I'll bring the microphone, set it up. I don't think it'll be a problem. Well, speaking of, I guess we'll let you get back to your game. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Victor, thank you for joining us and really excited about um, the, the, the location down there. And I think we'll all be down there, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks, uh, playing poker with you. Great. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Real fast, if you don't mind giving us your Twitter handle and Facebook and all all the ways that we can find you and see what you're doing down in RGV. Go ahead and give us those if you don't mind. So right now, uh, I do have the Instagram. So I don't have a uh, Twitter up and running quite yet for the account. But uh, I will get that up and running once we get some games and we we get the doors open. But for right now, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's GM dot tchrgv and then you can also search for me on facebook um, and that's uh victor Le- victor dot leone dot 98 so if you guys want follow me on there i'm gonna be posting some cool stuff as the as the uh, production goes on and as we get closer to opening dates and if you want to learn anything that's going on or see some cool photos that we take as the you know new stuff gets uh, installed and by all means you know uh, i've been watching great resources i've been watching the, your facebook page and, and the uh, coming together it looks really cool well, I saw you got the sign up and I know that was a proud moment for you. Very cool. Yeah, that was actually a really cool thing. Just seeing that, that, that being taken off and just watching that whole thing, just like the sign, just, it's just such a nice, you know, uh, view and the way that it looks and everything. It just came out really well. well welcome to the Texas card house team, my friend. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Well, thanks guys. We'll wrap it up with that one and uh, we'll hopefully uh, thank you for all the listeners and we'll see you guys in two weeks.